don't care. Life is short. Sure, I'm in the thumb club. <laughs> Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. We're back. Not live or local. No, I know I want to do this one differently. And that's the one I like. Ah! What in the world is going on that's with everybody's That's all we've done today is guess what's in people's butts. Uh, Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things Power Trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. Guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. Hockey is completely screwed, Dave. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, it is over. Uh, wow. I can't believe how bad his luck is. Honestly, you know, he it doesn't matter if he has Charge's sixth worth, uh, sixth best player or uh, or the number one guy. He just always gets awful luck. Uh, thankfully, at least he got a touchdown, but in a great matchup in a smash spot uh, with Calvin Ridley. Uh, yikes. It was not good for old Zogsley. It seriously defies probability at this point. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't try to be that bad. He is actually on pace for the worst season score in the history of the Charts Challenge. Uh, the previous record was 164 a few years ago by Sauce. Chris is on pace for 115. Like epically, epically bad. Uh, it just I, I I don't understand it and. You know, uh, Corey a couple times this week mentioned that he wanted me to put together uh, odds that Chris would not be the, or, you know, that w- wouldn't have to walk, and um, which I uh, I put together, and then uh, of course Corey didn't even mention, but um, I'm over it. Um, <laughs> they uh, I, I ran 25 simulations, and um, in all of those, only twice did hockey get out of walking. Um, wow. and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it was bad. Most of the time he wasn't even close. Um, you know, he, he occasionally beat another player and occasionally beat the ghost, but of course he has to do both to get out of walking. So the chances that he gets out of it are only about 8% and, uh, 8% is about 12 to one Dave. So I'm going to offer you 12 to one, uh, that hockey, uh, gets out of walking. I will, I will put my, uh, $60 up. To your five, uh, 12 to 1 odds if uh, you want to think that hockey is going to get out of it. Um, I will take that because uh, hockey has defied odds plenty of times with his uh, uh, outrageously good luck, at least on the slot machines. Although, you know, technically his his slot luck is actually skill because oh. he is one of the more skilled um, slot players in all of the land, but totally. uh, I, I will. Since I am a gambler, I will. Uh, I will take your bet. 
Oh, beautiful. All right. Well, that'll be good. Uh, that'll be good for a blizzard for me. And um, if uh, what are you going to buy if I have to give you a $60 Dairy Queen gift card? I think I have to run my calculations here, but I think I can get between 22 and 27 Buster Bars, uh, including tax. So uh, I will enjoy one every time we record our podcast until uh, that gift card is run dry. <laughs> Oh, son of a bitch. How good would a Buster Bar be right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, in our uh, in our Patreon section tonight, we are just giving you a reminder of our happy hour that's taking place two weeks from tonight as we record this on Thursday, November 11th at um, 11. <clears throat> excuse me. Thursday, November 11th at 9 o'clock p.m. Uh, we'll have our big announcement. We'll watch The Wild versus uh, Vegas. Should be a whole lot of fun. We'll probably put some grease on it, and hopefully we can finally hit one of these uh, grease bets that we do during a Patreon happy hour. But that's uh, put it on your calendars. Um, excited to see everybody there. If you want to join us, it's patreon.com slash bets and quotes. Well, tonight we are going to do our bets update. We've got the quotes of the week. In your thoughts, Dave has cracked open the book of meat sauce. So we will have... Some lovely readings from the Book of Meat Sauce, my favorite book, of course. Um, and then we're going to do a segment called Unearthing Old A-Rod Tweets. So um, one beautiful thing about Twitter is that uh, tweets stick around. And we are going to go back and take a look at some old tweets about old Alex Rodriguez. Then we got quotes notes, and we'll do our locks of the week. And Dave, last week, we killed the locks of the week because we both had Tennessee. It was our double lock of the week. And that was one of the biggest no-sweat wins in the history of the NFL. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it, or at least my analysis was it, you know, the line didn't make any sense at all. So that's why you had to go with the Titans plus four and a half with a hungry uh, Kansas City team. So, uh, yeah, that's our new thing. It's the, the bets and quotes double lock of the week. Our double locks are 1-0 all time. No, you don't say 1-0. You say we are 100% on a double lock of the week. <laughs> yes, I, I, I agree. It's guaranteed. All right, well, let's get rolling with a bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge, Parker well, not a lot going on this week. Uh, I think uh, Sa Sauce even admitted this morning that he is kind of done betting against P.J. Fleck because it's cost him quite a bit of money. So we're not even getting our uh, weekly Tommy uh, Sauce bet. But uh, Chris Hockey apparently had the itch this week because he got in on two college football bets this week. He took Penn State plus 18.5 versus Sauce for 50 bucks. And he also took Michigan uh, minus four versus Tommy for 50 bucks. So a couple uh, random college football bets, uh, Big Ten games, and uh, Chris got in on both of them. Uh, do you have any hot takes on either one of those? Um, I do. Uh, I love uh, probably one of my go-to favorite bets in all of sports um, is this exact spot for the Northwestern nerds at home, 11 o'clock game. There's just nothing in the stadium. It's uh, it's terrible. The grass mm -hmm. is long. Um, just kind of like you know, there must be a, a shortage of lawnmowers in Chicago because uh, the the Soldier Field turf is historically been longer grass as well. Oh yeah. Or maybe maybe the grass just grows longer in Illinois. 
who knows? But uh, I, I love that spot for uh, Northwestern plus seven and a half. And then I am on Sparty plus four and a half against a very overrated and have played no one uh, Michigan Wolverine squad. Uh, Kirk Cousins' alma mater, I think, gets this one done. I would lean Michigan State on that one. I'm not super heavy on that, but uh, I totally agree with you. Uh, I would definitely take the points in the uh, the Northwestern game. I think that's just one of those where the Gophers probably win, but it's going to be way closer than it should be. So yeah, I would I would I would definitely be on the Gopher or the uh, Northwestern Wildcats plus seven and a half on that one. Well, that is uh, all we got. Except we probably should give a live score update because that's what you guys tune into every week. You know. I, I tweeted out the stat about Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm hoping anybody that bet this game took the six and a half points on it. Uh, the Packers are currently up 17 to 14 late in the third quarter, and they are knocking on the door of yet another score. This looks to be an easy cover for the Packers plus six and a half. Yes, I am on it as well. And uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> it's working out so far. Uh, probably by the time this ends, we'll probably get daggered uh, by Kyler Murray. So uh, let's enjoy this moment together, Chuck. <laughs> no, I, uh, Kyler has not looked like Kyler tonight. So I, I think uh, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this bet for sure. All right. Well, that will do it for the bets. Uh, let's do the quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends, it's time to get to the quotes of the week. And we will start at number three with Zogsley. Uh, people flipping people off and... Uh, <laughs> I'm just, uh, and that was just sauce and chat. Yeah, that right. was me at the uh, game when my gal basically had to calm down a three-year-old. <laughs> you know, she's going to be a great mom someday because she's been babysitting for two oh, years yeah, now. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, babysitting sauce. That's a full-time job. <laughs> Yes, not only is she dating Sasha, she is also babysitting him. <laughs> and again, we talked about it last week that you know that we speculated on the potential that we is pregnant. I'm gonna up my percentage. Last week I said about ten percent. I'm gonna up that to like seventeen percent because uh, I, it, the references just keep dropping, and a, a lot of times, you know, uh, it, I, I just think that there there's always the potential that there's more to it. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that it's uh that six to one. Would you give Would you give me six to one odds on a uh, a five dollar? Because you're probably gonna you're you're probably gonna lose the uh, the previous bet that we did on hockey. So I probably win five bucks. Um, I am willing to uh to take the uh, the six to one on it and probably give you the win. But uh, would you give me six to one that we is pregnant right now? I will absolutely give it to you. Um, I don't know if you have insider information or what, Not at all. or if you're just fascinated with uh, the idea of baby meat sauce. But, <laughs> Can you uh, imagine the material that would come out if meat sauce was raising oh, a baby? Yeah, they're gonna save that for Sweeps Week for sure. I mean, of of all the you know of all the bits they've done, of all the show prep they've done, you know the the blowing the Gallahorn thing, which is like my new favorite thing. Um, you know, all, all the all those different stuff. Meat sauce, the daily routine of meat sauce and everything that you deal with raising a baby would be absolute gold. Oh, I can't think of anything better. I mean, when it does, if it does happen, um, 
it's just going to be great for the show. But uh, getting back to our bet here, uh, I think we have to set like a date that uh, you know she has to give birth by a certain date. Oh yeah, because for really getting way too into this, um, I, I think we set like the fourth of July. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that's perfect because I think I think we'll know uh, fairly soon whether or not I'm like way way off base or not. So yeah, because I'm saying she's pregnant right now. So yeah, I, I completely agree to that that there needs to be a time time limit on that. So I think the fourth of July. If there's no baby by the fourth of July, then uh, then I owe you the five dollars uh, that'll probably just being <laughs> being repaid for the uh, the Chris Hockey Church Challenge bet. So um, yes, <laughs> I love it. Yes, we are gambling on whether or not somebody's pregnant during quotes notes that's got to be a first <laughs> uh brief intermission for quote for betting during quotes <laughs> notes but uh, uh or quotes of the week um coming in at number two again it is hogs daddy so there are people probably listening that were there yeah. and heard you and saw you just randomly scream the f word yeah i had a mask on i don't know if you could tell with me oh <laughs> I, I, I don't know if we have a lot of human cake pops, and I, don't and know I mean if, yeah. that as a compliment, yeah, right. walking around the Twin Cities. I don't know if there's a mask big enough to cover much of your head. <laughs> oh, okay. You walked into that one. I did. <laughs> I, I swear, Hawk has a meat sauce's head size joke about every three or four months. Yeah, it, they hit just as hard as his divorce joke, so... Uh... <laughs> It's it's going back to the old well. It's not quite as memorable as uh, your mom's Vietnam, but uh, it's no. it's still worthy of a, a second place finish in the quotes of the week. Yes, it is. Well, the only one that could top Hawk this week is the unrestricted Nacho Lieber. No, I'll say Buddy is a future Hall of Famer. So what can we say, right? <laughs> no, that's that. See, and that's my problem. We can say whatever we want. If you're a gigantic, <laughs> raging, douchebag, narcissistic, yes. egotistical maniac, we can call you that! We should be able to call you that! <laughs> uh, Poor Gabe. Gabe walked into a thunderstorm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, Ben, Ben's been known um, over the past couple of years to have some uh, rather controversial takes, but he has big opinions, which makes for good radio, because whether you agree with them or disagree with them, um, it's it's good to have uh, good to have strong takes out there. And uh, I think this is a take, though, that uh, pretty much every Rube can get behind that uh, Russell Wilson is acting like a D-bag. Yeah, anybody who pl- plays pretend football with themselves deserves to be uh, ripped. <laughs> and I want to like the guy too. You know, I mean, you know, prior to his Mister Unlimited stuff, you know, I re- I really liked the guy. He seemed like uh, you know a decent guy and everything. He seemed like a nice he guy. And obviously uber talented. Um, I'd love to have him as the quarterback of our favorite football team. But man, what a uh, what a Somebody thinks pretty highly of themselves, I, I do believe. Yes. Um, if there is anybody who on the planet Earth who I could imagine masturbating to a picture of himself, it would be Russell Wilson. <laughs> There's an image for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, enough masturbation jokes. That is the end of the quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right, well, Dave, you cracked open the old book of meat sauce this week, one of my favorite things that we do here on the Bets and Quotes podcast. So let's get a reading from the next chapter. It's time for another reading from the New York Times best-selling audiobook. 
the Book of Meat Sauce, on the Bets and Quotes podcast. Our first reading is from the chapter titled, Food Item Sauce Purchased While Trying to Purchase Other Food Items, from March 22, 2021. On Sunday, March 21st, Paul went to Lund's to get stuff to make pancakes, because he wanted pancakes. When he was trying to find the pancake mix, he realized that he wanted to get a snack for later. He then went to the freezer section, and found Auntie Anne's pretzels that you can make at home. Paul didn't know that it was, a thing. Paul plans to make the pretzels in his air fryer at a later date. They are currently being stored in his freezer. <laughs> oh, I love it. Now, uh, percent chance that uh, that those uh, Auntie Anne's pretzels are still in Sauce's freezer? Um, I would say 15%. <laughs> My odds here is that, uh, you know, he put them in the freezer. He forgot about them. Um, he was trying to make more room for 7th Avenue pizza and other items uh, like honey and Mackey's ice oh, cream yeah. and uh, probably just chucked them. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to agree with you because I think if he had actually gotten them out and threw them in the air fryer that they would have been absolutely amazing. And we would have heard about it the next day. Now, we may we may or may not have heard about it, depending upon whether or not Corey put it up to a vote of the listeners that we could hear it. But, um, yeah, I think it would have come up as a topic of conversation if he had uh, actually prepared them. So it's uh, I think it's either option uh, option A, as you suggest, that they are that they're in the trash or they're uh, way at the back of that freezer somewhere. Well, let's have our second reading from the book of Meat Sauce. Our second reading is from the chapter titled, Store Sauce Prefers to Frequent, from November 18, 2020. Paul's favorite target off of Highway 7 by Knollwood Mall. It is on the right side, if you're coming from the west. It is a giant target. Regular people can visit the store. He doesn't feel dirty going to places without carpet. When he walks in, he typically uses the right entrance, because it's closest to the food. He normally tries to park as close as he can to the door. Sauce doesn't normally get coffee from the Starbucks inside that Target. Paul likes to put in his AirPods while he walks around Target. He uses the self-checkout, but only if he has seven or less items in his cart. <laughs> well, now we uh, we know all about his favorite Target, and I'm actually I'm very familiar with that Target because uh, Highway 7 is a very important highway when you uh, are driving out to Hutchinson. Uh, so I know right where that is, and now I know to take the right-hand door because that's much closer to the food. Yes, um, you know, the closer to the food, the better is what I've always said. So, uh, yes, it's always good to hear about uh you know some of his favorite things from Target and uh, and at his favorite Target. Yeah, and now we know not to get the coffee at the Starbucks apparently as well. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that, but uh, you know maybe he's uh, he's with Power. What was it Power Play Pat or who's the Caribou guy? Uh, who's the Caribou guy? Who used to be a former intern? Langdon. Langdon. Uh, yes, Perry. Langdon Perry. Yeah. Maybe he's just riding with Langdon and staying with uh, <laughs> with the old Caribou coffee. <laughs> Yeah, and I and, and I just always assumed that you know Sauce would take Wii out to Target, you know, um, on a, on the old Target run. But if he's got his AirPods in, I'm thinking he's out there solo. And there's much closer Targets to uh, to his luxurious condo than uh, than that one. So he must really like that one to uh, to make the effort to drive out there solo. Yeah, but uh, but not enough to uh, drink their coffee. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right, our last reading from the book of Meat Sauce 
is as follows. Our final reading is from the chapter titled, Things That Sauce Thinks Whale, That Will Eventually Kill Him, from July 27, 2020. Paul loves cookies. He likes oatmeal raisin, snickerdoodle, Mrs. Fields chocolate chip, and the T-Rex cookies. Paul doesn't limit himself to just homemade cookies, he enjoys store-bought as well. Sauce likes cookies more than raw cookie dough. Sauce's co-worker Corey thinks that cookies are really nice. Corey said he would be around 520 pounds if he ate cookie dough as much as he'd like to. And that was another reading from the book of Meat Sauce. Yes, uh, it's, it's always good to get your uh, your full cookie knowledge there. And the, the only the only slight disagreement I have there is uh, cookie dough is way better than cookies. Mm, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I really? Am, uh... I'm a warm cookie guy. I'm a cold cookie guy. I'm a I'm a make a couple dozen and put them in the freezer and then pop them out later guy. Um, mm. I, uh, I I I subscribe to the cookies. Oh, I, I'm all about the cookies, but I just I don't know that cookie dough just adds a little something for me for some reason. But yes, um, and bonus that 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 was a rare book of meat sauce reading where we actually got some insight on Corey in that one. So. Uh, you know the uh, the Cory volume is much smaller than the meat sauce volume, but um, we're uh, we're slowly adding to the book of core as well. Yes, uh, maybe maybe that's my next passion project. But uh, <laughs> for now, I I, I got to stick to just one book. <laughs> well, the listeners appreciate it, and they appreciate you cracking open the book of meat sauce. Well, next up, we're gonna do a little thing called the unearthing old A Rod tweets. Um, you know, there's a lot of optimism right now. The the Wolves are three and one. They just beat uh, the defending NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks in their own stadium. Uh, and A Rod, of course, is the owner um, owner in waiting of the Timberwolves, and everybody's excited about it. All of Minnesota just loves A Rod now, and I'm sure that all of the K fan personalities have always had nothing but nice glowing things to say about Alex Rodriguez, Dave. So, um, you know, I, I can't imagine anybody's ever said anything bad about A-Rod. No, no, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I'm sure nobody on the air staff has said anything bad. Um, you know, really bringing a, a good product and making the most out of his ownership here, uh, in his first, uh, five games of the season. For sure. Well, let's get started with a. Uh, so we'll go through um, several of these. Um, there, there is one person that does have two tweets in here, and uh, you can take a very good guess <laughs> on who that person is. Um, but we will start with Jeff Lambert, Lawyer Lambert himself. Uh, lawyer Lambert tweeted, "A Rod being sued by his lawyer for not paying his fee. Who does A Rod think he is? Yoanis." <laughs> Oh, you know, that is, that's a very good tweet. Anytime that you can get A-Rod and Uranus in the same tweet, um, <laughs> you know, that that's pretty damn good, Jeff. <laughs> well done, sir. So, uh, yes, uh, apparently he thinks uh, A-Rod is a little bit of an anus for not paying his lawyer. <laughs> All right, well, next up is uh, A.J. Mansoor. Now, A.J. is the nice guy. You know, you're not going to get anything bad or controversial too much out of A.J., but we did get this tweet from A.J. Mansoor where he simply said, is A-Rod cheered anywhere? 
Ooh. So apparently he doesn't think anybody should like Alex Rodriguez. Wow, and and he's suggesting, uh, you know, to quote the great Jags lady, uh, certainly not nobody. Uh, wow, that's uh, oh, that... oh, it's clearly implied in that tweet that he does not believe that A Rod is cheered by anyone. No, yes, that is, uh, yeah, that that is some dynamite stuff from AJ. Well, uh, next up we've got Mark Rosen himself. Now, at the time of this tweet, Mark Rosen was in the uh, the WCCO newsroom. He was the lead sports anchor. So this is, you know, this is very serious uh, reporter uh, reporter knowledge here that Rosen is dropping. Um, Rosie tweeted, ex- and this was in response to being asked whether or not he felt that A Rod would be suspended. Rosie tweeted, "Expect it to happen." They will throw the book at A-Rod to make an example of his entitlement. Ooh. Never, you know, there's a couple of rules I never live by, that I always live by, and it's never to throw a book at A-Rod. <laughs> yes, uh, Rosie calling A-Rod entitled. So, yeah. hmm. An entitled cheater, wow. Yeah, a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit of a... Uh, a deep accusation there by the uh, the lead sports reporter in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Well, maybe if they have a Manny's date uh, scheduled for the next couple of weeks, uh, you can expect if that tweet sur- resurfaces here that uh, that'll uh, that that meeting that dinner date will get canceled. Absolutely, and either way, A Rod's going to be paying for that dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I am so certain of that, and uh, so is the U.S. men's curling team. <laughs> well, next up, uh, we have a tweet from a guy who's who's not a baseball guy at all, but he likes to share his opinion from time to time, and that's our good friend Paul Charchian. Uh, Paul Charchian tweeted the following: "I lost a bet with Glenn Colton, and now I'm stuck wearing an effing A Rod jersey in Las Vegas. I do not want to buy one. Can someone help?" <laughs> So uh, apparently he was such not a fan of Alex Rodriguez that he agreed to a bet where if he lost it, he would have to wear the jersey, and he lost the bet. So uh, calling A-Rod the <laughs> F word. Yikes. Um, uh, yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, yeah, cancel his interview on, on Fantasy Football Weekly with A-Rod. That was scheduled for this week. That's, uh, that's a bad beat for charge. Uh, for sure. Well, um this will come as no surprise to you, Dave. Uh, the person that had two tweets on this list was our good friend Paul Meets Oz Lambert. No way. Uh, Sauce likes to give his opinion, and uh, he did not fall short when it came to A-Rod. Sauce tweeted, A-Rod is example one that no one respects baseball. They should contract the whole sport. Breaking my femur would be better money spent. <laughs> So I'd rather is... break my femur with grimace than than do that. <laughs> so uh, yes, breaking a major leg bone and probably being hospitalized would be more appealing than uh, than a rod. So oh, yes, I, I I'm not seeing um, I'm not seeing a rod making an appearance on Saturdays with Sauce anytime soon. No, we can we can safely cross that off the list. And I did not limit this just to power trip people or guests. Um, I, I went for the whole K-Fan family. And that brings us to assistant producer Brandon Molesky for the Common Man program. Uh, Tenna has a lot of opinions, um, and he certainly had opinions about A-Rod. 
He tweeted, I love A-Rod's fake smiles after every answer in his press conference from last night. Ooh, that'll give you chills. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, good thing he's a hockey guy because, uh, yeah, he won't be coming on. I, I mean, Common doesn't do guests really on the on the Common Man program. Um, but uh, you can expect that he will not be able to reach out to Timberwolves owner Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, and, and that's probably doubly solidified because the common man himself had something to say about oh, A-Rod. No. Dan, the common man Cole, tweeted, That's great that A-Rod has done this and A-Rod has done that, but he isn't a steroids guy? Question mark. He should go to prison for fraud. Ooh, now <laughs> that's the F word. Wow. <laughs> Calling him a fraud. Calling him a fraud and suggesting that the owner of the Timberwolves go to prison. Wow. Uh, right next to Denny Hecker. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the, uh, the uh, noon to three time slot is going to be A-Rod free for a long, long time. Yeah, no rods coming on, <laughs> coming on that show. <laughs> Next up, uh, you know, uh, drive time, 3 to 6.30, uh, Dan Barrero um, has opinions as well. And he had an opinion about A-Rod, and that might keep A-Rod completely off the K-Fan airwaves altogether. Barrero tweeted, A-Rod's marvelous sense of mock outrage is reminiscent of one man, Lance Armstrong. Oh, Now that's a there. low blow. He went there. Wow. Um, being compared to Lance Armstrong uh, pre-steroids uh, was probably a good thing. Um, now it has come out that he is bad, and uh, that, that is not person. That's not a good person. I would like to uh, be compared to. Yeah, I think I think the only way A Rod's going to be on drive time is if uh, Barrera's gone and JG is driving the ship. So uh, yes. Doesn't, doesn't look too good for Barrero after that one. Well, the uh, producer of 9 to Noon, Eric Nordquist, and we love Norda, of course, but uh, he he's apparently not that big of a fan of A-Rod either. He tweeted, just saw highlights of A-Rod getting beaned in Boston last night. For some reason, I kind of liked it. <laughs> so now we're oh. calling for physical violence against the owner of the Timberwolves. Ooh, that is a bad look, Nordo, and he is a hoops guy. So, uh, yeah, that is that is tough for our good friend old Nordquist. Yeah, that uh, that's uh, you know I, I I know he has some strong opinions, but calling for physical violence against the owner of one of the four major sports teams in the state, uh, I can't imagine PA is too thrilled with that. Yes, D meter alert, D meter alert. <laughs> Well, one guy who has a lot of baseball opinions and actually gets paid to have baseball opinions is our own Twins geek, John Bonus. And uh, I don't think Bonus is a big fan of A-Rod either. He tweeted, just saw an A-Rod commercial and only threw up a little. How illegal would it be to produce an action figure of him as a centaur or a blow-up doll? <laughs> what is Bonus into? <laughs> I mean, we don't kink shame, but my God, Bonus. Yeah, he uh he either has a very creative mind or he is very creative in the bedroom. Um <laughs> wow, yeah. I, I, side note, I would probably purchase uh A-Rod Centaur uh figurine <laughs> for my desk. <laughs> and there's no doubt that he had some uh, post A-Rod tweet uh sex that night. So Oh, there is no doubt. <laughs> 
And last but not least, uh, our second one from Paul Meets Us Lambert, who is never shy to share his opinions on Twitter. Uh, Sauce's final tweet about A-Rod goes as follows. I'm going to throw my 51-inch TV on the floor if they show an A-Rod at bat. Is Chucky fucking cheese in charge of ESPN? (laughs) (laughs) Chucky fucking cheese. Old CFC himself. (laughs) The great CMC. Oh, man, that was good. And that's kind of a sick flex on the 51-inch TV, too. Yeah, um, you know, really sticking it to the 50-inchers out there. Um, Yeah, that... that... (laughs) <laughs> that is very specific. Not only am I going to flex the 51 inches, I'm willing to throw it on the ground if I have to see A-Rod at bat one more time. <laughs> Brilliant. Where he could upgrade to a 52-inch plasma. So. Oh, of course. Brilliant. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's a little bit of the history of the uh, the K-Fan personalities with uh with alex rodriguez so um I, we might have to do some repairing of the old relationship before uh before we're gonna see much a rod on the airwaves all right well we've got a brand new quotes open tonight so let's hit it we're in bed in the morning like college game day on a word of sight i look outside all the leaves are changing i look at you and say damn your bang Look back at me and say, thank you, T. Halloween is here, what should we be? I looked you over your body so tight. Little Tommy goes, six to midnight. We don't need to dress up, you're so sexy. We can stay in and have sex and candy. Love you, baby, we're a perfect match. Like Reese's Butterfinger Sour Patch. No need to listen. You're so sexy. We can stay in and have sex and candy. Love you, baby. We're a perfect match. Like Reese's Butterfinger Sour Patch. Reese's Butterfinger Sour Patch. She says, come on, deal. We should dress up. I'll be getting seen when he's in tin cup. I got my baby, now you're up. She looks so good, I'm about to erupt. Jeez. There's no need to dress up. You're so sexy. Let's stay in and have sex and candy. Love you, baby, we're a perfect match. Like Reese's Butterfinger Sour Patch. Don't need to dress up when you're so damn sexy. We can stay in and have sex and candy. Love you, baby, we're a perfect match. Like Reese's Butterfinger Sour Patch. Reese's Here comes Butterfinger the Sour Patch. Falling candy really are the best. <laughs> Football on the TV and my hands on your chest. <laughs> Landing with you feels just right. Let's both bust and then cuddle. <laughs> Until the You're so sexy, leave the rap alone So you don't get Brexit <laughs> Don't need to dress up You're so sexy, we can stay in and have sex and candy Love you, baby, you're my perfect match Like Reese's Butterfinger Sour Patch Don't need to dress up when you're so damn sexy Let's stay in and have sex and candy Love you, baby, you're my perfect match Like Reese's Butterfinger Sour Patch Reese's Butterfinger Sour Patch You're my perfect match Like Reese's Butterfinger Sour Patch Wow 
Oh, that is so I love hearing that. That was that was so well done by them last year and a perfect open for Halloween week. Yes, Halloween weekend and uh couldn't start quotes notes uh without playing the horniest Halloween song of all time. <laughs> and it really that really is a good hook too. I just I love that. Reese's Butterfinger Sour Patch. Brilliant. It's, it's so good. I, my favorite part for sure is uh, leave the wrapper on so you don't get pregsy. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, oh, my God. I don't think we'll have to place any bets on uh, on uh, old Cess being pregnant tonight, so I think we're safe no. there. No. <laughs> um, well, let's get into quotes and notes. Um, All right. Uh, Corey's mentioned it. Uh, I said I would start watching it, and I have. Uh, I am now six episodes into Seinfeld. And I am liking it so far. Um, I uh, I like Larry David's writing. Obviously, Curb is uh, probably my favorite comedy TV show of all time. So uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm starting at I started at episode one, season one, and uh, so far so good. Well, good deal. And um, yeah, I, I I like that you're you're committed to it. The uh, the episode where everything changes is coming up in season two, and you'll see what I mean. It's uh, it's it 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 really takes off uh, here in a little bit. So yes, just stick with it. These are these these episodes are just laying the foundation, and yeah, you're really gonna you're gonna feel the rocket take off here in a little while. Damn, d- does somebody get pregsy or what? <laughs> Not quite that, but uh, it <laughs> it does involve a poisoning, so that's a little hint. <laughs> Um, next up, uh, let's see. Episode one of uh, Curb was super good last Sunday. Um, Leon is so goddamn funny. Um, he, he is. is by far my favorite character outside of Larry on the show. And uh, goddamn it, he is funny. Um, Hawk did mention that uh, he has an audio book that he uh, wrote in in character of Leon mm-hmm. and that there's an audio book of it. I honestly might buy it tonight and just listen to it on repeat. Cause he is just so goddamn funny. He is. He is so much like in, in a slightly different way, but he is so much the Kramer role on, on curb your enthusiasm. And it's so funny because when Leon first, you know, cause he was part of like, it was the whole family and then the family left and it you know, Leon, Leon stayed with Larry and, you know, it, it, it was a different dynamic. It was clearly a different dynamic. And, you know, a lot of times I hate when shows introduce new characters or, you know, it just kind of feels like it can be sort of a downhill slide at that point. And so initially I was a little bit hesitant that, you know, like, okay, this is going to be a whole different dynamic with, you know, Leon living there and everything. But holy shit, he is funny. He makes me seriously laugh out loud every episode. He is just a brilliant character. Yep, so good. Um, and it is back. Curb is back. It's um, back, baby. Really crazy to hear. I think it was Tuesday. Um, that the person who gave Mark Rosen the nickname Rosie is Kirby Puckett. Yeah. I thought that was crazy. I'd never heard that before. I'm sure he maybe has told that another time, and I've just forgotten about it. But uh, that is pretty cool that Kirby Puckett was the one who gave him that nickname. Yeah, he's 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 mentioned that a couple of times, but yeah, it's just uh, it's just one of those cool little little factoids because it just sounds like something that he would have had like his whole life or something. So it's kind of weird to think of uh, you know, Rosie covering uh, covering stuff before Puckett and um, not being called Rosie. He's just he's always been Rosie to us. So yeah, kind of cool and lots of twins nostalgia this week. I I loved seeing it. So uh, yeah, with the uh, anniversaries of like. 
you know, winning the 87 World Series and then Game 6 of 91 and Game 7 of 91. So, yeah, it was just kind of kind of good to just have a little nostalgia for the two championships our state has actually won. Yes. Um, staying on the topic of baseball, um, I've been posting my, my World Series bets as I love to uh, play the World Series. And, uh, Chuck, I am 4-0 and so far. Yeah, I've I saw I've taken advantage saw of uh, my favorite bet now is uh, the first inning run or not. Um, <laughs> it, it is so electric. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's like roulette. It's like you place a bet and it's over with like right away and you know if you won or lost. Um, it, it's kind of the good appetizer to start things off. And it is 2-0 so far on top of Houston Astros' first five and game and game two. And uh, so s- stay tuned to Twitter because uh, my World Series bets are hot. I love the uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's such a popular bet that it just goes by the acronym NRFI, which is no runs first inning. And so many, so many uh, people bet that and play that that I just I see that uh, I see that tweet all day long where somebody's talking about the old NRFI. I bet yeah, David well, came up with that. Well, the N- <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Tommy Olson with all of his abbreviations. Yes, yes. But uh, yeah, no. I, the NFR, if I can go suck it because uh, scoring in the first inning is uh, hot. So you're um, anti NRFI. <laughs> I, I am. I'm coming out as anti NFI. I can't even say it, and I'm not stoned. <laughs> um, next up, uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, oh my God, the Gallerhorn bit. Oh God. It is my new favorite bit on the show. Um, Hysterical. I love our jocks. Our jocks was started back 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I mean, just the fact, you know what he's going to say. You know, he's going <laughs> to say, you know, remember when you blow me. Let right. You blow me. And um, all that stuff. Uh, it's predictable, but it is so goddamn funny. And Corey has absolutely nailed the cadence and the exact, like, wording uh, that the that the announcer <laughs> speaks of at the at the Vikings games and it is uh, it is a dynamite bit. Yeah, I, I I love it and I love that uh you know it's always there's always a little jab or two at Rosie which is uh beautiful as well and uh, the line where uh, where Corey said you know hold the balls when you blow me was absolutely <laughs> a killer line. I literally spit out a chicken strip uh, when I was <laughs> at Culver's. It was so hilarious. So good. Um, next up, uh, Sauce asked a question on uh, on Thursday here. Um, would you rather be bit by a shark or have your identity <laughs> stolen? Um, I'm going to give you the floor. Chuck, your thoughts. My identity stole. Holy shit. What a ridiculous hypothetical. I'm like, of course you want your identity stolen. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, if he had said, like, a, a shark's going to bite you on the foot and it's going to hurt a little bit. Or, I know, okay, maybe. But he made no problem. You could die. You could literally die from this hypothetical versus your identity being stolen. And Sauce still opted for the shark bite. <laughs> and so did Tommy. <laughs> Speaking as of, is a, a veteran of being attacked by a shark, or at least uh, in the presence of a shark. 
Yes, of course. And speaking of that, it reminds me of the, uh, the you'll you'll get to this line fairly soon from Kramer, where uh, he uh, he he claims he wanted to kill himself because he was in a hot room, and Newman's like, "That's no reason to kill yourself." And Kramer said, um, "I've slept in a really hot room, and I've wanted to kill myself." So, <laughs> yeah, just uh, very 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 odd thing to uh, to prefer a shark bite over a uh, identity theft. Yes, only the brilliant mind of Mitsas could come up with that. <laughs> um, now, we have made fun of, uh, or joked with Mitsas there. Um, I am going to get on the soapbox here and stand up for him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't happen often where I disagree with Corey or Hawk, but I could not disagree with them more as uh, they were ripping sauce on Monday for uh, what his agenda and what his Vegas trip looks like. Um, the reason why I love Vegas personally is because you can do literally whatever the hell you want, just about whenever the hell you want. If you want to gamble, gamble. If you want to sleep, sleep. If you want to rub it out and uh, smoke some weed and go to bed <laughs> at nine, 7 o'clock, go do it. Vegas is it is adults play. It's an adults playground, and you can do Vegas however the hell you want to do Vegas. Absolutely. And if you want to go out to Vegas for the Power Trip Morning Show and then not attend the Power Trip Morning Show at all, you can do that. Uh, it was an accident. <laughs> it was an accident. Uh, edibles are... They were strong that night. No Vegas shaming from us. Yes. Uh, Hawk Speech on Monday. Oh, hell o'clock. yeah. Um, I, for the, I think, fourth or fifth year in a row, I will be typing it out live. And I will make it as a PDF. I will put it. I will print it on. I need to go to. I need to go to Office Depot and get some stationery, some Christmas stationery to print it on, um, and then scan it to make it a PDF. But uh, it is. Uh, it is. It just always hits home. It always sets the table for a fantastic holiday season and warms everyone's hearts. So uh, get your Christmas ornaments ready. Don't get them. You know, don't put them on, don't erect the tree yet, but uh, get them out of the garage, get them out of the storage unit, because uh, it's about ready for Christmas. And don't forget, this is the first speech without Abby at home, so this could be Oof. extra emotional on Monday. I cannot wait. Oof. Set your alarms now, 7 o'clock Monday. Time for two more. You know, Chuck, we've met some really fun people and uh, made some really good friendships uh, through our our you know amateur covering of the power trip morning show we and have. um i was able to share some awesome experiences uh with one uh ryan uh our great friend ryan hatcher uh invited me to go to the minnesota united game uh the other night and it was an absolute blast and shockingly i am going back on sunday um for my second loons game as uh as uh, I think his kid is sick. Um, but uh, we had such a great time that I'm going back. Football Sunday is back. Wow. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm rather, rather impressed you're giving up a, uh, a, f- a football Sunday afternoon NFL Sunday to watch soccer. Um, I'm not going to – soccer is not my thing. Never has been. I've made that clear on here. But I'm also not one to, like, completely rip soccer or anything like that if that's your thing go enjoy but I, I i am surprised that you're uh, you're giving up a nfl sunday to go watch soccer 
Uh, yeah, he's pro. Well, he listens. He's one of our seven listeners, so I won't. I won't beat him up too bad. But uh, yeah, let's just say I wish it was a Saturday game. But uh, um, no, I am. It, it is. If you haven't been there, and if, even if you don't like soccer, it's an incredible facility. Um, it is so much fun. I got a scarf. I got a stocking cap. Uh, I am fully on the loons bandwagon now. Wow, wow, that's uh, that's kind of impressive. Well, I do I do hear it's a fun experience, so that's kind of cool. And speaking of, you know, um, our our seven listeners, one of our other seven listeners is Hussy Van, and he is actually going to be in Kansas City this weekend. And I am having Waffle House with Hussy Van on Sunday, oh, so I am super oh looking boy. forward to that. Oh boy, um, yeah, you might have to grab an edible from him so you guys can uh, both <laughs> share the same experience. <laughs> and we're and we're and we're uh, we're doing that in the morning so that I will not be giving up my NFL Sunday for a uh, for a Waffle House run. Lucky. Well, <laughs> um, the last one I have is another experience that I'm having. Uh, very lucky to go to is uh, I'm Chuck. I'm going to Tiesto on Saturday night at the Armory oh, with our okay. good friend DJ Kickflip Chip. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm super pumped. I haven't been to a big time. Uh, uh, EDM concert like that. So, uh, you know, there, and I, and I told Ryan this when he invited me, uh, there's a very good chance that I might have so much fun on Saturday night that, uh, I don't even wake up in time for, uh, the soccer game on Sunday. What the hell time is the game? Uh, it's at noon. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what, I was thinking safe. if it was like a, a four or five o'clock game, that better not be your excuse. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know. This is going to be a crazy experience. I'll just put it like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that that sounds awesome. You'll have to you'll have to shoot a little video and post that on the old Twitter machine. I will if I am uh, still standing at that point. But yes, I will. All right, that's all the nonsense I have for this week. All right, well, it's time for locks of the week, and uh, yeah, we already talked about our domination last week in the locks of the week, so we both won technically. So uh, we are 500 as a show. You're at game over 500. I'm at game under 500, and you are still on the tee. Uh, quick live score update from the uh, Packer Cardinal game because this is what we're known for on the Bets and Quotes podcast. It is 24-21 Green Bay. Green Bay just got stopped on fourth and goal from the one. So the Cardinals take over down three, three minutes, 23 seconds to go. They got to drive the length of the field to win or at least about 60 yards to get into field goal range here. Uh, we'll see what happens. And they barely get out of the end zone on the first play. So, uh, so yeah, long road to haul here for the Cardinals. But, Dave, what more importantly, since uh, the bets are already in on this game, what is your lock of the week? Oh, my God. There's so many spots. Oh, and before I should say too that um, I we talked about this before because we never share our our quotes of the week before or our uh, locks of the week beforehand. But um, I said before the show that I think there's about a 25% chance that we have the same lock. So let's see how that plays out. There's a couple of spots I really want to go, like just some ugly lines that I don't like. But I'm going to take the god awful New York Jets. Plus ten and a half, hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Red hot, wow. all the hype. Joe Burrow, Chase, uh, Jamar Chase. Um, nothing's gonna stop him now. The Bengals are, you know, projected to be the number one seed in the AFC. There's no way they would ever lose to the lonely Jets. So that's why I'm taking the Jets plus ten and a half. Wow, that is. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. I, putting your actual money on the Jets is something I will not be doing in the next couple of years. I can guarantee you that. Um, I took the Bengals minus 10.5 for a couple of uh, pick'em contests that I do um, outside of actual money. Um, Square. I don't, don't, know, don't know that I'll actually bet on this game, but holy shit, taking the Jets is brave. Uh, so, yeah, we are definitely not on the same page. Uh, so my uh, 25% did not come through. Um, I, what I thought when you said you're going back to the well, you were maybe meant the Tennessee well. Somehow the Tennessee Titans are getting two and a half points against the Indianapolis Colts coming off of wins over Buffalo and Kansas City. And I get that there could be a little bit of a letdown factor. But if you watch this Tennessee team, they are really, really clicking on all cylinders as a team. You know, I, I, I just, you know, they, they can kill you through the air. They have the weapons to do it through the air. And if that's not working, uh, they just happen to have the best running back from, I don't know, the past eight or nine years in the backfield in Derrick Henry. Adrian uh, Peterson? Well, I'm saying eight or nine years. <laughs> not Not Adrian's prime, but... Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't get this line, you know, because I always scan the board and I'm like, what lines just don't make sense to me? This is one that makes zero sense to me. How in, uh, how Tennessee is getting two and a half points in this game. I mean, I'll probably with my own money, I'll probably just take the money line, but for purposes of the lock of the week, I am taking the Tennessee Titans plus two and a half. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I, I'm a, I'm a backer of the Titans, obviously, as we were last week. Uh, I think it is a tricky spot. It's a tricky, that's the thing about it, is they're going on the road after two big wins um, at home. It's, it is a really tricky spot when you look at kind of those trends and stuff like that. But if you just look at the product on the field, I mean, I just, I don't get it. I really don't get it either, but, uh, Yeah. Home home field advantage for the Colts, but uh, maybe our let's see our locks of the week. Let's let's run the board here. Let's let's get hot. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Let's uh, let's put this 500 in the rearview mirror and get closer to 70. percent All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode. Uh, next week's episode, we're gonna see when it actually goes because uh, next week is my Myrtle Beach golf trip, and so I will. Oh, be... lucky. Yeah, it'll be fun. I will be out for a while. Do you not have my number? <laughs> well uh yeah this is uh this is uh I, my old golf trip buddy uh we are we're we're doing another one of our golf trips because it's been forever with you know the burden of kids and everything it's been forever since him and i have been able to do a nice golf trip so i think the last one we did was actually the bay hill trip so it's mm. been a long time you know been like six years i think since we've done a golf trip that's way too long so uh, so yeah, I'll be in Myrtle, uh, but we'll we'll get something recorded because we got to get we'll at least get the locks of the week out somehow, and we've got a couple announcements to make and stuff. So uh, we'll we'll figure out some timing on it, but it probably won't be the uh, the normal Friday episode next week uh, like we like to do. So um, so in the meantime, Dave, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes. I'm, of course, at Power Trip Bets. I'm PT Bets on Instagram. And you can also follow at Bets and Quotes on Twitter if you want uh, specific tweets just related to the podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. We will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you think we're hideous, please lie. We'll be right on